0: Welcome to the Love Anarchy Podcast in the Relationship Rebellion, where we get deep about love, relationships, and dating. And we challenge the norms and expectations of relationships and dive into what is real conscious love. I'm your host, Andrea Atherton, mindful love coach, here with you to talk about while Valentine's Day just sucks. And I was thinking of a more mature, maybe title, uh, maybe using the word toxic, but sucks, just fit. So while Valentine's Day is supposed to be around the expression of love and relationships, uh, but for many people, it's stressful. It's a source of disappointment and even resentment. Before I delve deeper into why Valentine's Day sucks, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my eight-week Conscious Love program, Rewriting Your Love Story, starting with loving yourself first. Go ahead and contact me at Andrea Atherton on my website, or you can find me, Andrea Atherton17, on Facebook, um, and you can go ahead and message me there. So listeners, pull up a chair, put your earpods on, and continue to do the dishes and clean the house, or turn up your car radio stereo and listen in with us, as I will give my perception of why I think Valentine's Day sucks. And you know I'm the CEO of love. I love love, but I love conscious love. And The idea of Valentine's Day has been constructed culturally and commercialized to push love as an engagement ring, expensive flowers, expensive dinners, and gifts, or highlights being excluded because you are single, thus the term Singles Awareness Day didn't always have a disdain for Valentine's Day because when I was younger, I loved the pink, red um, and purple gifts that I got. And of course, candy was always good and the hearts were always pretty and so much fun. But when we started Developing a little more romantic feelings or kind of gotten pushed into the idea of romanticism. Valentine's Day really left a bad taste in my mouth. I'll give you my experience. Started in junior high, but I remember particularly in high school, maybe when I was a freshman, and it was probably several years that these times have gone by where they gave um, men a chance to purchase carnations, excuse me, I should say boys, to purchase carnations for the girls. I always felt so much anxiety during this day because it was kind of 3D proof whether you were attractive or if somebody liked you. So the girls who were popular, would, um, we'd be in the classroom and the delivery people would come in and you just kind of sit there sitting on your hands, crossing your fingers, hoping that you would be chosen, especially by a boy that you might be crushing on. But it was usually the popular girls that got all the flowers and the majority of us didn't get any at all. And sometimes I just, like, wished I just took the day off from school altogether. But I'd always end up getting one carnation almost every year. Thank you to Harry Wells, if you're listening right now. He would always get me a carnation. And I always thought maybe it was just because he felt sorry for me, but he was my angel. In many schools, the boys are encouraged to buy the carnations for the female classmates as a symbol of their affection. And this puts such a great pressure on girls to receive the carnations maybe from boys that they're not interested in, or, again, like me, often was one that was left out. Feeling unwanted, not attractive. And this reinforces the idea that a woman's value and worth is tied to attention and affection she receives from men. Which, like myself, can impact our self esteem. But I wasn't as empathic then. And now I think back to the girls who never got them, who were invisible. My heart just goes out to them. And another thing that's detrimental is that Valentine's Day is celebrated in school with an emphasis on romantic love, romantic relationships, and not. That love is an inclusive thing, and love isn't just about romance. And this puts a lot of pressure on girls to have boyfriends or boyfriend or boys to have girlfriends. And those who are single may feel like they're outcast or not living up to the ex- expectations of their peers. And personally, I felt pushed into relationships way before I felt ready to be. And this reinforces our cultural ideal and that not being in a relationship is not okay. And being in relationship is the only way to be happy and fulfilled. It's unrealistic, but not only that, it is so very harmful. Let's talk about the impact on our self-esteem and mental health when it comes to relationships and feeling forced to be in a relationship or maybe settling for a relationship that isn't healthy or sticking out a relationship just to be in a relationship. And I feel like Valentine's Day perpetuates that. But ironically, it is a time where people are more depressed, whether in a relationship or single. This really increases that loneliness and sadness. In fact, Studies have shown that there's increased suicide rates during Valentine's Day and especially increased rates of depression for those who maybe already feel isolated or rejected. But it's not just the singles who feel the pressure during Valentine's Day. There's also a higher rate of breakups because the pressure put on the relationships, like Comparing yourself on social media and getting mad at your significant other because, well, if you're not going to have this specific way of celebrating Valentine's Day with me, I'll find somebody else that does. It's not healthy. And speaking of media, I'm going to talk about the commercialism of Valentine's Day. There are companies who bank on expensive jewelry, gifts, flowers, and the restaurant business booms during Valentine's Day. And then talk about the pressure of getting reservations or trying to get out on Valentine's Day for dinner. Couples can feel overwhelmed by the expectations to make the day special and romantic. This can lead to stress and even resentment as we try to live up to the fantasy portrayed by the media. Then comes the sexual stereotypes that women are passive and men are active. Women are often expected to wait for men to give the grand romantic gesture, such as giving them flowers, chocolates, or taking them out to dinner. This reinforces the idea that women are passive receivers of love, while men are active givers. Furthermore, the holiday reinforces the traditional gender roles by implying that women should be the one to receive the gifts, while men are supposed to be buying them. It reinforces the idea that women are objects of desire and men are the providers. This can lead to a power imbalance in relationships and perpetuate harmful gender stereotypes. But the problem for Valentine's Day and why it sucks goes even deeper than that. The history of the holiday is rooted in violence and oppression, with its origins tied to the Roman holiday Rupercalia, Calia, where men would slay goats and dogs and whip women with it to increase the chances of fertility. And then the actual name, Valentine's Day, comes from Claudius Seventh, who killed two men named Valentine on February 14th. So where's the love? So singled or couples, how can we make Valentine's Day a better experience or not suck? Well, first of all, we need to let go of the commercialism and the unrealistic expectations. Instead of trying to live up to the fantasies portrayed by the media, perhaps focus on what makes your relationship unique and maybe an equal give and take, and have the romance and the way of your love language of how you feel comfortable and don't feel so stressed out about throwing so much money at it. And also, if you're single, give gifts or give some love to friends. Love your children. Love is it's not something that is to be celebrated one day a year. But what about the 364 days of just genuine, conscious love. And I really love the idea of Galentine's Day and that women get together and celebrate one another and love of the friendship. One of my friends is having her girlfriends over for dinner. And the theme is grabbing lemons and turning it into lemonade. So she's marinating everything in lemon, lemon, and garlic, and celebrating that kind of love, even though she just went through a breakup. And don't forget, if you are alone, your friends are busy with their partners or their families, it's an excellent time to love yourself, to take some time to listen to beautiful music, take a bubble bath, go to the spa. Don't forget you are your own perfect partner. So celebrate this day of love in all its forms or don't celebrate at all and decide to love on all other days besides February 14th. And for those of you who are struggling with this holiday, please reach out for support whether It's talking to a therapist, reaching out to your coach, reaching out to friends or family, or finding a support group. You are not alone, and there is help available out there. Thank you, listeners, for listening in with us on the Love Anarchy Podcast in the Relationship Rebellion, where we get deep about love, relationships, and dating. I'm your host, Andrea Atherton, signing off with you today. But before I do, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening in with us, because I know you have a myriad of podcasts in which you can listen to. And just a reminder, my eight-week course on mindful love, rewriting your love story by first loving yourself is available now, and you can contact me on Facebook or on my website. You can sign up for a free session with me to see your number one block to love. Please subscribe, ring the bell, leave feedback. It helps this podcast so much, and don't forget to tell your friends. If you want to become a part of the Love Anarchy community, you can find us in the Love Anarchy podcast on Facebook. I'm going to leave you with my favorite short but sweet quote. Love is the only true power.